Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are here to discuss the ever-continuing head coach search for the Carolina Panthers. Seems like it's taken longer. In fact, I know it's taken longer this time than it did to hire Matt Rule, which is probably a good thing. Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> because they didn't, they didn't get it right last time. Matt, Matt Rule definitely... Or, not Matt Rule. Uh... Tepper. David Tepper is not being wooed like he was last year, where he just, I like this guy. Yeah. Uh, let's hire this guy. Yeah. So he's uh, he's taking his time. They've interviewed nine head coaching candidates. It's uh, a lot. Seems like a lot, right? I think the Colts are up to thirteen that they've interviewed, though. So. Well, I mean, they have to interview Jeff Saturday. I mean, how they, can you let I him get that, out of the he, office? He counts as four, I think, because I think they've interviewed him several <laughs> times. Um, but yeah, we've, uh, we've completed our first round of interviews and we'll kind of go over who those guys are here soon. Um, getting ready for the second round of interviews. We don't have a list for those guys yet. So we'll kind of speculate as we talk about the first round interviews that we've gone through. Pure speculation. Yes, pure speculation. Although I think we've got (laughs) a pretty good idea. We know a few that are out already at least. Um, Yeah. So we can. Most likely out. Yeah, we can make some informed guesses. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this thing continues on. Nobody's hired a head coach yet. None of the five openings have been filled. Yeah, I was reading something that uh, said that the NFL was trying to slow down the process because hmm. of they didn't want people to get hired right away, kind of take away some of that luster of the playoffs starting and stuff like hmm. that. So. Uh, and and yeah, some of these guys can't even do uh, in-person interviews yet because they're still active. Right. One of the major, uh, in fact, let's just jump into it. One of the major uh, possibilities for the Panthers head coach, Shane Steichen, mm-hmm. uh, current offensive coordinator for the Eagles, I uh, believe he's done a, a Zoom interview, I guess, a virtual interview for his first interview. Um going to assume that he's one of the guys that are going to get a second interview i mean the eagles have looked great in the playoffs and he's very highly coveted by several teams so man if you watch that playoff game you watched the formations and he mm-hmm. does the play calling it's impressive yeah and he supposedly i read an article at the athletic very good on him and i would highly suggest reading it just talking about how he doesn't he doesn't sit there and stare at his play sheet he knows all his plays mm-hmm. and he just he doesn't have a set thing he just says I kind of see what's going, and I go with the flow with what's working. And I like that. Yeah, he. I think he mentioned that Norv Turner, he got that from Norv mm-hmm. Turner, watching Norv Turner coach, um, which Norv Turner, very good offensive coordinator in his own right, head coach for a lot of years as well. Um, so Shane Steichen, I think, is certainly going to be one of our second interviews. I've had to, I think they're going to interview – I think they're going to interview four people. Same. For round two. Um, so Steichen is going to be one of them, I think, for sure. He cannot interview until after the uh, NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. So he can't interview. And I'm not sure. I guess they're playing Sunday. In person, he can't interview till next he week. He can't right? interview at all. Not even virtually. He can't interview until... Oh, yeah, so the Zoom this, meeting like is just week. a meeting? No, no. he interviewed the first time. He just can't interview right now until after... Mm. Um, the NFC championship game. There's, there's like windows where these guys are able to interview. And I think he's not in a current window. Um, if, maybe I'm wrong. Tell me in the comments. I don't know. But um, 
I would expect like Monday or Tuesday to interview him. And I think they're going to choose a head coach next week. I do too. Yeah. Um, and who's, yeah, who's, just, who's, who's the next guy that, that we want to talk well, about here. Somebody we didn't <clears throat> talk about the first, you know, part one of this series, I guess it, yeah. it might be a series. Uh, <laughs> Sean Payton did get the permission or the Panthers got permission to interview him. Uh, Everybody knows him. Everybody wanted to punch his face when he was the head coach of New Orleans Mm -hmm. Saints. Uh, Super Bowl winning coach, uh, 152-89 and over his head coaching career at Saints. 9-8 and in the playoffs. But he has a ring. They were always good. Always good. He's uh, he's never won less than seven games in a season. I think he had a winning record his last five years there. Like, good coach. Really good coach. Very good coach. Uh. But it will cost the Panthers draft capital because they will have to trade for him. Mm -hmm. And from what I'm hearing, the Saints want claim they want two draft picks. Do they? Will they get that? I don't think they will. But they will probably want the Panthers nine selection and more. And I'm just that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I I would assume the Panthers' price will be higher. Than mm-hmm. other teams' price, which in the division that that makes sense. Uh, we're probably the last team that the Saints would want him to go to of the coaching openings, um, so they're going to make us pay for it. <clears throat> I do think that if Tepper fell in love, that he would absolutely okay the trade. Yeah, I, I, I do I, too. I think. Um, however, I don't know that he's going to fall in love. Um, it seems like Sean Payton is. Maybe going to end up back at, back on TV <laughs> this year. Oh, I don't, I don't know I if he's going to get a job. I would be happy with that. Uh, yeah. My big thing is, supposedly, Sean Payton and David Tepper struck up a friendship in the offseason. Maybe that not this offseason or the other one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that they're very chummy and very friendly. And I'm worried that that's going to sway David Tepper. Now, granted, he's a businessman. And mm-hmm. we all know, I think he... He makes business decisions, and he most likely, what it seems like, can separate feelings from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just getting a feeling that that Sean Payton is not going to be the guy, but it's it's all up to Tepper, right? I mean, he's he's the guy making the decisions. Um, It would not surprise me if Sean Payton got a second interview, but he's not on my list. Of guys that are going to get a second interview with the Panthers. Uh, he's on my list. I he I think he gets a second look. Okay. Um, that's fine. I'm glad we disagree at least on one. Um, I mean, if Sean Payton got the job, again, it, it would depend. My my level of excitement would depend on what we have to give up. If we Yo, don't have to 100%. give up. If we don't have to give up the ninth pick. Like, say it's a 2024 first and, you know, maybe like the San Francisco second round pick and maybe a second round pick next year or two or something. I think I could live with that. Hoping that next year's first round pick is going to be in the twenties. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are just, there's at least two other guys, maybe three other guys that I like more. I think if, if all things considering, if we didn't have to give up anything, I think yeah. I would want Sean Payton first. I agreed. Yeah. The, but with that cost, he drops down because yeah. they want something pricey for him. Mm-hmm. And 
this team has holes, a lot of holes that Sean Payton comes in, and it's no guarantee Sean Payton's going to be able to make a quarterback good. Let's be real. He had Drew Brees, but Drew Brees was good in San Diego. Drew Brees was good in San Diego. Drew Brees wasn't a Hall of Famer in San Diego. He became he was a good. Hall of Famer under he, Sean he Payton. W- he, his final year <clears throat> in San Diego, he was playing at a Pro Bowl lev- level until mm-hmm. he got injured. Right. So... Because yeah. there's a lot of questions about whether they were going to keep Philip Rivers or trade Philip Rivers or do Drew Brees. My dad's a Charger fan. Trust me, I was all in. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. So. You're you're plugged in. <laughs> um, I yeah, I I hundred percent. That's something I think that has to be considered, right? Yeah. And and it's the same with you know you look at Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and you know all these great quarterbacks that had the coaches as well. You know, you never know. Who's mm-hmm. the genius? Like, who's the one that could live without the other? Well, I think we've seen Tom Brady be very successful without Bill Belichick. Yeah. Haven't quite seen Bill Belichick be very successful without Brady yet. So, it uh, could be the same type of thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I, just for some reason, I feel like Peyton is probably out. A guy that's not out, though, Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes will 100% get a second interview. Agreed. Uh, obviously, current interim coach of the Panthers or was for the 2022 season. Um, I feel the same basically about Wilkes as I felt this whole time. I don't feel like I want him more. I don't want him any less. I would be happy. I think if he's the guy, but he's not number one on my list still. Um, but 100% he gets a second interview. A hundred percent agree with that. Uh, I feel the same way. Like he's still hanging around that two, three spot for me where a lot of it hangs on who he's going to get as a OC. Like who's going to come in here. Cause if it's Ben McAdoo, he said Ben McAdoo in that interview. I, I'm sorry to say this, but he's probably not getting a second. interview. You're, you're, you're getting a pink slip. Yeah. Um, that being said, I, I agree. <clears throat> he has to get a second interview. I mean, and there's no I way that saying, he said Ben McAdoo, like, no, there's no way no, Ben no. McAdoo would come back. There is, there is some speculation. Another guy that's on this list could come in as an OC, uh, Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. I don't think he gets a second interview as a head coach. Right. But Agreed. I could see Frank Reich becoming one of the highest paid offensive coordinators under with Steve Wilkes, and I would 100% take that. That's a that's a winning combination in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think Frank Reich would be a really good option uh, as an offensive coordinator. Um, it, would I like f- the combination of Steve Oaks and Frank Reich versus Shane Steichen and whatever defensive coordinator he brings along? I don't know. I mean, I, I, it would depend on who it was. If it's like Vic Fangio or something, then maybe I like that combination a little better. Here's my here's my thoughts with <clears throat> hiring Steichen versus Wilkes, right? Just specifically those guys. If you hire Wilkes and let's say you get Frank Reich or you get another hot shot offensive coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. That guy's here for if he's successful, he's here for two years max, probably, before he takes mm-hmm. a head coaching job somewhere. If you hire a Shane Steichen, and he's successful, and your offense is awesome, he's here for the long haul, right? That offense mm-hmm. continues to be good for the long haul. 
I mean, we've seen with Ron Rivera having really good offensive coordinators that go on to become head coaches, the offense dropped. You know, like when Chudzinski left, the offense dropped. And it slowly came back under Shula. Then Shula left and it dropped again, right? Until, you know, I guess Nor Turner and his son and everybody came in and, and it was okay again. But that's always a fear for me. Is you get that awesome offensive coordinator and he leaves, or defensive coordinator? And, and look at this. Look at Kyle Shanahan. I mean, he's gone through so many offensive coordinators, right? And you know, they they stick around. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. So the good thing about Steichen, though, is he if he is going to bring in a new coordinator, a defensive coordinator. I mean, well, we've already talked about Vic Fangio, but he did interview for. DC here for a defensive mm-hmm. coordinator job. He's linked to Sean Payton and Shane Steichen. Right. Uh, you know, if he wants to go young, he's connected to that Eagles organization who has a great defense right now. Right. And their defensive coordinator is getting a lot of love as well. So I'm sure there's probably a guy below him that if Steichen likes him and believes in him, he yeah. could bring over. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing is like Steichen is young. Uh, he's 37. He's he's probably one of those guys that's not going to... I don't know if he's one of those guys that's going to bring his own staff, right? Because yeah. we're, we're interviewing offensive coordinators. We're interviewing defensive coordinators. So is the expectation you're coming in as head coach, we're putting the staff around you? Could be. Maybe. Maybe. But it could be this, too, where they want a former head coach... If they plan on hiring a young offensive-minded coach, they want somebody that has head coaching experience. They figured out that Matt Rule needed Mm -hmm. that guy so bad that they messed up the first time. And that could be it, too, where Vic Vangio, maybe the Panthers defensive coordinator, earmarked if there's a offensive-minded guy. And they may bring that up in an interview with him. Don't know that, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, everything seems to be on the table right now um, with the coordinators. So it'll be interesting to see where that falls once we finally have the head coach, you know, where how the rest of those pieces slot in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, another guy that can interview right now who has had his first interview is Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator for the Bills. How are you feeling about Ken Dorsey today? Uh, about Stefan Diggs wise for head coaching potential. So And if you <laughs> that's a thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Stefan Diggs uh left before even meeting with the coaches mm. after that game, so Yeah, Ken Dorsey, I feel like this shines a little off of him. Um again, you know, we talked about it in our uh, you know, coaching primer uh, a couple of weeks ago that Brian Dayball was he the guy there? Like, was he the guy that made that offense run? Now, Ken Dorsey, I mean, that offense was number one in the league this year. Like, that mm-hmm. offense didn't really fall off. Josh Allen, I think, fell off a little bit. Still played very well, but I think fell off a little bit. Um, I think Ken goes- Dorsey might get a second interview. I don't. I don't think he gets a second interview. Um there is another guy who interviewed that we didn't mention yet, Ejiro mm-hmm. Evero. Mm, I think that's yes. how you say it. I'm just I'm just trying to say it, guys. If I butchered it, I butchered it. 
Ezra uh, Everett, I believe. Defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos, or was. I don't know if he'll be retained after Hackett getting fired. Uh, he's only had one year as a defensive coordinator. Uh, before that, he was a secondary coach for the Rams. Uh, won the Super Bowl last year, and he's been with them for about five years. So, as always, anybody wishes Sean McVay coaching tree gets head coaching <laughs> job. And surprisingly, or not surprisingly, supposedly he wowed interviews with yeah. i think it was the denver broncos that he's already like was it denver or was it houston that he already houston, has a second he's got a second interview with houston yeah um i think the colts as well he's uh he was really impressive with he yeah he's kind of a guy that his name just sort of popped up mm-hmm. uh a couple of weeks ago and and now he's everywhere uh, he's a guy that I think if he doesn't get a job this year, he's going to get a job next year. He just seems like a, the hot, a really hot candidate right now. So, And, and it's, but <clears throat> again, would he stay in D, uh, Denver? I don't know. I mean, could he potentially be a defensive coordinator for this new regime? You know? I mean, it's a question. I don't know. I mean, would you? Well, I mean, I'd prefer to go to a place where it's new, but it's, I could see him already having a good footing in Denver. And... Well, it depends on who they hire. If they hire Sean Payton, then I'd say he's gone, right? Because Sean Payton's going to yeah. have his own guy to bring in. Um, but if they hire a younger head coach, I could see Evero maybe staying. I don't know. Is he interviewing for the head coach job there as well? I don't know that. I, honestly, yeah. I didn't. I think that, that would have something to do with it because. You know, I don't know that a guy who's there who interviews for the head coaching job, they typically leave if they don't get the head coaching job, right? Yeah. So, um, so I'm not sure about that. But, yeah, he's an interesting name. Um, yeah. I don't think he's going to get a second interview here for the head coaching position. Just, I, I don't think either. they're focused offensive except for Steve Wilkes. So, but I'm glad they brought him in, uh, and I do think – he would be an, an excellent pick for defensive coordinator if he doesn't get a head coaching job and he does leave Denver. I think he'd be an awesome pick. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, I think, I th- man, I, I, it's just so scary to get a guy who's only been <laughs> defensive uh, coordinator for one year, in my opinion. It's As your head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Because usually if they have a couple years, especially behind like a good coach or you know multiple coaches – they kind of see what works, what doesn't. That's at least in my opinion. Yeah, I would um, agree. We're going to go ahead and name off Ben Johnson. Current Lions OC has decided that he's going to stay Lions OC. This is one of the guys with the one season as a coordinator. He backed out of all the head coaching jobs. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious if maybe he was doing the interviews and he kind of felt, hey, maybe I'm not ready for this. And this is my pure speculation. Yeah. <clears throat> that he was just like, maybe I need another couple seasons under my belt to get more of a grasp of what it is. Because it's a lot. It's a big CEO <clears throat> type of job. It is. It's also surprising to see guys back out when they are a really hot candidate like he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was interviewing everywhere. Like, he was I, he was going to get a job, I feel like. Um he seemed to be near the top of the Panthers list, if not at the top. Yeah. So, I mean, the, all the reports were that Tepper was just completely enamored with him. Um, 
But yeah, he goes back to the Lions. He got a nice pay increase, from what I understand. So, congrats to him. Uh, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Like, you go back and Detroit's offense is not as good next year. You know, maybe you blew your only opportunity. You know, yeah. but seems like he's a guy that's going to be back in the cycle, you know, next year and the year after that if he doesn't get a job next year. But yeah, he's he's off the list. Another guy probably off the list, D'Amico Ryans. Um, he's canceling interviews everywhere, it seems like. Uh, I think he has, <laughs> I think he has interviewed, it's hard to tell, but I think he's interviewed with Arizona and Houston, I think. Um, but he's canceled interviews with other teams uh, under the pretense that he's, you know, they're still in the playoffs and he wants to focus on getting San Francisco ready, you know, for the NFC championship game. But um, doesn't look like he's going to interview with us at all. Yeah, I, I mean, it obviously could change <laughs> if the 49ers get knocked out. And it's another guy that I'm just a little surprised that he dropped out, but you never know. It, it... Yeah, I mean, he he was a guy I was excited about too. Uh, I really wanted to. Not again. I'm not in the interview for them, but I was hoping that he would come in and really wow them. And you know, if he was going to be the guy, I was going to be excited about it. You know, so uh, it's kind of a bummer, but you know, he's doing what's best for him and what's best for the 49ers. And by the way, go 49ers in the playoffs. I'm. They're the team I'm rooting for. So, <laughs> uh, Another guy that I probably don't think gets a second head coach interview is going to be Jim Caldwell, Same. another former head He's... coach, um, offensive and guy. And that's all he wants is a head coaching job. Yeah. I... It sounded like his interview didn't go amazingly well from reports. Um, but, yeah, he's, uh, he's probably not going to be back in Charlotte for round two. So I think we can probably mark him off the list as well. Um, uh, let's keep going. Uh, we said Ken well, Dorsey. There's a guy that interviewed today. Yes. Uh, one more. Yeah. Dallas offensive coordinator. They just got knocked out of the playoffs. Um, Steve Smith, not a fan <laughs> of Kellen Moore. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Kellen Moore. I mean, that last play, come on, dude. Like, yeah. If you draw that up, you go to a quick out to one of those wide receivers with three or four blockers in front of him. You yeah. don't throw it down the middle. I, that could be Dak Prescott, but you draw that play exactly. Of no, I think he, I, yeah, I think Dak Prescott went exactly where that ball was supposed to go, with the way the play was drawn up. Um, I just think it was a really bad, badly drawn up play. <laughs> I mean, it was. I, I, it was strange. <laughs> The only thing I could think is maybe they try to pass it to him and then he passes it back to one of those wide receivers in that convoy. But there's no telling because that play didn't have a shot in hell to do anything. <laughs> like he was stopped immediately. And we're talking about the last play of the of the playoff round, uh, game where Dallas got knocked out. Um, <laughs> go back and watch it if you haven't. Just watch Zeke Elliott's attempt to it play center. Not and a TV center. screens okay. everywhere were broken by <laughs> Dallas fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kellen Moore, another guy that it, it wouldn't shock me if he got a second interview. I don't think he will because um, I really think there's a bad taste 
in people's mouths from that, from really from that final game. I mean, they scored what twelve points the whole game. I mean, Dak Prescott turned the ball over so much. Was that Dak yeah. or was that? Well, that's Dak. I mean, that's what Dak does. <laughs> he 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 turns the ball over. Um, somebody said there was a reason that he was a fourth round pick. That I mean, yeah, there's a reason. Um, but I think Kellen Moore's still pretty highly thought of in general around the league. So it wouldn't surprise me if he gets a second interview with the Panthers. Um, he's not on my list, but I think this next guy we're about to talk about is. Uh, yeah, Kellen Moore is definitely on the bottom of my list. Uh, the <clears throat> last guy we're going to talk about is Mike Kafka, current Giants offensive coordinator. Um, he didn't have the strongest showing in the playoffs, but at least with him, I mean, they so they overexceeded so much already yeah. this year. So yeah, and he's a guy again that you bring Dayball in. Dayball has you know turns Daniel Jones around. I feel like Mike Kafka is getting a lot of credit as well for that. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't shock me if he got a second interview. Um, who do we have? Who do we have so far that's got second news? Steichen for sure, Wilkes for sure. Um, you had you got uh, Peyton. I, I've got Peyton. Uh, I'm thinking Dorsey, and then maybe Kafka, maybe more for me. Um, who's your fourth? I, uh, I'm gonna go Egerio. Even okay. though he is a defensive coordinator, from what I read, man, this guy is a very powerful communicator. Pres- like, he's a presence, yeah. man. Yeah. That that's kind of what I was reading today. And <clears throat> I know Tepper. Tepper Tepper likes that. Yeah, Tepper seems to be impressed by a presence, right? Like Matt mm-hmm. Rule is a presence. Matt Rule is a preacher. Right, Matt Rule. Yeah. Put put Matt Rule up on the pulpit, and he can. He, you're engaged, right? Say what you will about Matt Rule. Very good speaker. Uh, he can get you riled up. Uh, Evero seems to be maybe that kind of guy. Uh, again, I don't know a ton about him, but he's getting a ton of positive vibes across the league, and every team that's interviewed him has had really high, positive things to say about him. So. Yeah, wouldn't surprise I, me either. I, actually, you know, I will say it would surprise me. <coughs> Excuse me, if uh, if he got a second interview, just because I think I think they want to go offensive, and I think they're giving Steve Wilkes, you know, his earned respect to interview him multiple times and and really seriously consider him for the job. But I don't think that they're going to give Evero a second interview. Okay, I. Honestly, I have more three, and then that yeah. was pretty much it. But yeah. who knows? I could see them also. Like I said, I could see him wowing Tepper and bringing him back in. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, it, and it's, I could it's also possible. see the, them bringing him back in and being like, "Hey, what happens if we hire a Steichen or another offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. Are you stuck with the Broncos? You know what I mean? Like, or even Wilkes, you two? Honestly, like. Wilkes is going to have to have a defensive coordinator. I think, I think we're Holcomb thinking it's Al Holcomb. Yeah. yeah. But if Tepper says, hey, we love you, we want you back, we want to hire the staff. 
<clears throat> what does Wilkes say to that? Mm. We want we want to hire your coordinators. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and it's the, possible. And two coaches I want to stay on this t- uh, coaching staff: James Campen and <clears throat> Chris Tabor have connections to Steichen and Wilk. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would be great. I, I really hope that those guys stick around. <clears throat> Me too. Because th- those, you know, they absolutely turn their respective positions around. So, uh, or groups around. So, uh, all right. Well, we only have a few minutes left here, Jerry. Um, any final thoughts on the coaching search? Who's your prediction? Really, who, who, who you think's going to get it? I'm going to go with who I want. I'm going to go Shane Steichen, just because yeah, I really don't want to give up. <clears throat> draft capital for Sean Payton. So all things equal. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton's your guy. If there's no draft compensation, you just hire them straight out. Is he I would number say one probably on Sean Payton. Yeah, I would, I would think Sean Payton would be <clears throat> number one. I, I think he would probably have already had a job. <laughs> like someone would have hired him after the first interview, I think, if that was the uh, case. Here's my question, though. For Sean Payton... If you want to go back to coaching, why would you not wait one more year? And then, because you're putting your own team behind the eight ball by coming out this year. Even next year, though, that he's under contract through 2024. So I thought have to it was wait. for only this year. Nope, it's the next two seasons. Oh, uh, okay. Then my bad. I <clears> thought <throat> it was for only this year. No, it's through 2024. Um, so it would be 2025 before he could come out free and clear is my understanding. Um, but that's, but I, I kind of agree with you. Like if he doesn't love any of these jobs, you know, next year you could have the Cowboys job open. You could have the saints job back open. Uh, Tampa's job could be open. Like there could be a lot of uh, Los Openings. Angeles could be open either Los Angeles. I mean, you know, it's uh Next year, I think, is the year if he wants. If he doesn't like the Panthers or Denver, you know, whoever's open this year. And, and supposedly, he really likes the Chargers team too. And mm-hmm. that job definitely seems like it could be open next year. Yeah, I mean, the the thinking was he was going to go to Denver, but now that seems to be turning a little bit. Now Arizona is like seemingly the place, but wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't go there either. So I don't know. I think if I had to bet right now, he's going to be back on Fox. If I had to bet. I could see that. I mean, again, with the <clears throat> Saints wanting probably a first-round pick and more. Yeah. Hey, it's... I could see a, a team hard-pressed not to give that up. I mean, Denver, they don't have first-round picks. They don't picks have like... much. Yeah. They gave up everything to get the shell of Russell Wilson. So, um, if I'm him, I don't want to go there anyway. If they're going to have to give up whatever they have left. Exactly. Like, he doesn't have anything to build with, so... All right, um, real quick, Jerry, who you got winning this weekend? Who you got in the Super Bowl? Who you got winning the Super Bowl? Both games, I think, are going to be very good. Yeah, very good. I'm very Fun excited weekend. for this. I think, I think Kansas City wins, but I am nervous with Mahomes' high ankle sprain. 
That's huge. And Cincinnati's looked really good. Like, their, I thought their offensive line was going to be a problem. It has not been a problem. They were missing two players, and another one was playing injured, and they yeah. played awesome. Yeah. That being I'm t- said. I'm taking Cincy in that game. I could see that. that yeah. it, it's so difficult but to bet against Mahomes and Andy Reid in my head. It is. Though. It is. But if you're getting 75% Mahomes, I'm taking Burrow, a healthy Burrow over 75% Mahomes, you know? Yeah. I, I've been flip-flopping on that one. Actually, on both these games, yeah. I've been kind of flip-flopping. Uh, and San Francisco Eagles, I'm going Eagles. Really? I'm going San Francisco. I think San Francisco has a very good team, but Philly has a great defense and a great offense. And as much as Brock Purdy has looked good, I don't know if they if they can't get their running game going. I don't yeah. know if he, they could put the, the game on his shoulders. I think that's going to be a very interesting game to watch. Philly is more talented. Mm-hmm. They and they get after have, quarterbacks great. Yeah. They are a more talented team up and down, which is says a lot because San Francisco is probably the second most talented team. Like, uh, especially, oh, yeah. I mean, they've got great players all over the field. So I think that's going to be a really fun game to watch. I've got San Francisco in that one. So I've got San Francisco, Cincy, you've got Casey, Philly. <laughs> It'll probably uh, be a mixture of those two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, uh, I think, Cincy to win the Super Bowl. Oh, we're going to go winners. Yeah. Um because we may, I'm sure we'll probably talk again before then, but yeah, we yeah. might as well put it out there. I mean, we can always change it, but uh, <laughs> all right. So you got Philly, I've got Cincy. Uh, all right. Next year, Panthers though, right? Yeah, Next year, definitely. Panthers went in the Super Bowl for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, all right. Well, I think that's gonna do it. Yep. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMakesPodcast.com. Please leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. We'll be back um, probably whenever the Panthers hire a head coach. Uh, I think that's going to be next week. So if not, we'll probably do a, a show next week just to give final updates. But... Uh, Until then, everybody stay safe out there, enjoy the weekend, and keep pounding.